Hey guys, Scott Short, Make Sure Duffy Mortgage, license number in MLS number 225998, corporate number for Make Sure Duffy Mortgage Corporation in MLS number 1141. Wanted to get that out of the way before I talk about Linda Ferrari's book here called The Big Score. We're back into it. We're in chapter, which one is this? Chapter, chapter, chapter 17 out of 20 some odd. So here we go. Public records and other records. That's what the topic this is the name of the uh, chapter here, right? Public records are tax liens or judgments that are part of your public persona, per Linda. <laughs> They're very easy to find and very dis- destructive to report and scores. Public records, especially when new, can take a huge bite out of your credit score. In fact, depending on how many points you have to lose, new public records can cost anywhere from 100 to 300. Huge. Wow, you want to go to eat something, so that's a huge chunk, right? The odd, the odd little fact about public records is the amount, of, the amount of the balance or the judgment do not make a difference in the score. For example, I've seen clients with a $140,000 tax lien in a desperate attempt to get his score up, they gain, uh, and he gained by only 10 points. Back those up. For example, I've seen a client pay, oh, they paid $140,000 tax lien in a desperate attempt to get the score up and gain only 10 points. The key to handling all public records is to avoid them at all costs. Validate all public records before paying them. If they're valid, pay them as soon as you can. Remember, this is one important point. Until public records are paid, you cannot seek early removal. Remember, if you have a judgment, if somebody sued you and they want a judgment against you and you paid them, you need to get a, a, a document called a satisfaction of judgment take it down to the county that they recorded the judgment in so the county will recognize that judgment has been satisfied. If you have a document in your hand, no one knows you got it. You know, it, it didn't help the credit report. So that's a key thing on judgments. We'll talk about it later probably. Let's see. An important uh, caveat regarding public records, state laws govern them. So it's very important to understand the laws that govern your state and very important to work within those laws. Okay, new paragraph. It's, it's called, the cold hard facts about public records and credit. Bullet number one, having a public record reported reported on your credit report can drop your credit score 100 to 150 points immediately. In the same instance, a bankruptcy, uh, this point loss can go up to 300 points. When it comes to public records, this is no difference in the credit scoring system or whether or not the item has been paid. I've seen many hundreds of thousands, as Linda, of dollars being uh, in tax liens that have been result only 10 to 15 point score. So paying some big old fat dollar figure, you know, you know, it's just items, item, right? Let's go next point. Uh, next bullet point paid or not public records can stop consumers from getting a job, especially in an executive position or position that is in finance related to in any way. It can also stop consumers from being approved for business licenses and surety bonds. Next bullet. Public records are governed by state statutes. In some states, a tax lien may remain on your credit report for up to 15 years, while in another may remain only seven years from the paid date. Same applies to judgments. This can make it difficult to have a solid rebuilding plan. Next bullet. Credit bureaus collect public information from the courts directly. Creditors do not report public records. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
The greatest difficulty, next bullet, I should say, the great the greatest difficulty for public records is that they are court documents. If a consumer discovers a tax lien or judgment erroneously reported on his or her report without a court order, it, it, it is almost impossible to get the item removed. And this means preparing a case and taking it to court. That does sound fun. Okay, next, next topic. Let's see here. How long do public records remain on a credit report? We've touched on this various, we've touched on this in various chapters, but to keep the subject organized for this chapter, following the, the standards, following is the standard credit bureau reporting time for the public records. Remember, state rules apply on time allowed for reporting may vary. Always check the state's uh, attorney general site for information about your state. First bullet point, paid tax liens remain on the file for seven years from the date paid or released. And it says unpaid tax liens may remain indefinitely. It depends on the state law. Example, in California, unpaid tax liens remain on your, your, your report for 10 years. This book was written back in 08, 07, so I'm not sure if the rules will change, but talk, you know, do your research. Next bullet. Judgments remain on your uh, judgments remain on the file for seven years from the date of entry, meaning date of filed date. Sorry, meaning date filed, or until the governing statute or limitation has expired, whichever is longer period of time. Ouch. We'll talk more about. Well, we talked about it in chapter fourteen, so two chapters ago or three chapters ago. Huh? <laughs> Next bullet. Bankruptcies may be reported to uh, for ten years from the date of filing. However. As discussed in Chapter 16, it is customary for Chapter 13 bankruptcy to remove after seven. So we got seven in Chapter 13. So Chapter 7, total liquidation, could go up to 10 years remain on your credit report. Chapter 13, when you create a repayment plan, could stay on your credit for seven years. But it's usually after discharge, probably. So you had to pay for five, so you're really on 12. So there you go. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay, chapter, still the same chapter. Next topic, tips on dealing with public records. As number one, as noted, once you have been made aware of public record on your credit report, make sure that you validate the record with the credit bureaus. Through the Fair Credit Reporting Act, it is your right and responsibility to verify items on your credit report. Since public records are passed from courthouse to government clerks to credit bureaus, you, you can usually count on an error creeping in. As a result, the, the chance of, of the file being uh, Unverifiable is very strong. Given the sheer volume and, and of records and the number of consumers who dispute, you stand a very good chance of having an item removed, especially if it is more than two to three years old. Not next, uh, next uh, number two. If your public records are paid or satisfied, make sure that your credit reports reflect this and that all dates related to the trade line are being reported accurately. As soon as you pay off your public record, you must take an initiative to get a, a, uh, the appropriate proof of the payment and then send the proof to the credit bureaus that are reporting the item in your credit report. Don't wait. Credit bureaus are notoriously for, uh, for not updating public records when they're paid. And you cannot re rely on the court system to update your credit report either. Well, there you go. Okay, number three. Make sure your public records are not being reported twice because the case numbers document numbers, court numbers. I've seen many public records reported under two different trade lines resulting in double penalty. Not good. Make, number four, make sure amounts are reported correctly. 
although the scoring system does not consider dollar amounts, lenders do. Number five, negotiate. Public records leave consumers vulnerable to garnishments, creditors coming uh, after assets, a constant stressful burden of worry. If you have a tax lien or judgment against you and it's sitting there because you cannot afford to pay it, negotiate it. Everything is negotiable. You can negotiate an offer or comp- offer in compromise or OIC with the IRS to reduce the amount you owe. And you can also negotiate uh, with, a, with a creditor or an individual who you have won a judgment against you. Take action, she says. Okay. Next page, 186. Okay, here we go. Other significant records. Felonies. Okay, let's talk about felonies. In my experience, I have never seen a felony or conviction reported on a credit report. And I worked with many individuals uh, with these types of records against them. My opinion is that they are not reported, period. However, the Fair Credit Reporting Act does allow for inclusion of these records on a credit report for seven years or more, again, depending on state law. If you find yourself in a position of having to reestablish your credit history after a felony or conviction, it's essential that you read this entire book. Uh, Give an extra attention to the what if you don't have credit section. (laughs) And that's chapter 22. Let's see, repossessions. Okay, so repossess your car or whatever it's got, right? They took it back. So give me back. Repossessions are considered the same as a charge-off or collection to the credit scoring system, meaning that you will lose up to 100 points or more once the item is reported. However, the bigger loss here is how employers and lenders look at your repossession. If you have a repossession on your credit reports with a credit with a balance due, use the tips in Chapter 18 to validate the debt. What next chapter, huh? Uh, you'll be surprised at how many auto lenders go out of business. And in that case, the, val- the validation documents are not available and that item is now removable. Can't prove it. You got to remove it, right? Let's go. On the other hand, if the item is validated, see chapter 15 for some great tips on negotiating for pennies on the dollar in exchange for a deletion letter. If a deletion is not an option, an acceptable alternative would be for the creditor to change the rating on the account from repossession to paid supplement. That's good. That's a good tip. Okay, next section, child support issues. Any child support that goes unpaid can now be reported on your credit reports. I've seen it. Just like the credit cards accounts that you're paying late on. As you know, one 30-day late is a big penalty plus any amount that you're behind, which is listed in the past due column, also hurts your credit score. Remember, child support is a, a court ordered. So if you have, if if you are not paying your child support because of this, you disagree with the amount. The way to handle that is is not to trash your credit score. Next page. Go to court, ask for a change, uh, but pay on time. The courts cannot back, cannot go back or remove derogatory late payments from a credit report. However, if you can prove that there was an error in the amount being reported on the credit report and the amount that you've been ordered by the courts to pay, then you can dispute the item and should be fairly easy to have that removed, or the late removed, I should say. 
Student loans, very, very touchy topic here. Let's see how I'm going here today. Let's see where we're at. Hang on, boys and girls. Okay, we got, we're, we're good. We're doing a good time. Okay, student loans. Student loans are different from unsecured or uncollateralized loans. Student loans have no statutes of limitation, are not easily discharged or bankruptcy. Chapter, the, the seven-year clock can, can also be renewed on student loans if the individual re-enters into a repayment plan after defaulting on a loan and subsequently goes into default. The good news is that, in my experience, the credit scoring system is more lenient on default student loan counts. However, these defaults still hurt your score. If your student loans are delinquent or in default, you may have you, uh, see, you have many options available, all of which are a uh, are a uh, positive or credit sorry, all of which are a positive to credit scores because they stop the delinquency. That's good. Bullets. Deferment. This option allows you to defer your payment and halts the interest charge until you're able to repay the debt. Some typical reasons for, it, for this is unemployment, severe financial hardship, temporary disability, or part-time study. So deferment is a, you know, it's a tactic with student loans, but for lending, deferment still means that's a loan there. They're still going to take a piece of that action. So you need to talk to the lender about how it works underneath the different lending types be Fannie, Fred, Fannie or Freddie, FHA, VA, everybody's got a different spin on this, uh, on the student loans, how they look at them. So be aware. Remember to, you know, the qualifying for a loan. Consolidation. If you have several loans with high interest rates and you can apply the consolidation loan, the process can put all your, all your loans in separate into one. Now usually happens a lot that you'll see they'll consolidate for a way lower interest rates. Make sure you get the best rate out there when you do that consolidation, because they just don't want you to do it again. Let's go back to class or something's kind of goofy because they want to have more debt to consolidate, right? You can't consolidate one loan. You got to consolidate two loans, right? Consolidation. <laughs> okay, number three, loan rehab. Loan rehab is an option that promises to remove prior delinquency history from a student's credit report upon either completion of a rehabilitation program or after a certain period of time, such as nine or 12 months. Unfortunately, in many instances, the delinquencies is not deleted or promised. Thus, it's very important to make sure you get all, all, all everything right, basically. Number four, forbearance. While forbearance does not cease the interest rate due, or interest due, it does allow breathing room for those who cannot qualify for a rehab, uh, a, a rehab, a rehab, I got you, rehab or deferment. This option usually allows you to put the loan on hold or reduce the size of the monthly payment. I recommend the prior to entering, I recommend that prior to entering into any of the above options, uh, you first speak with the schools and current lenders to see what programs are available. Next paragraph. It's like checks, C-H-E-X systems. Check system is the service that keeps rack, track of negative information regarding check, uh, Checking and savings accounts. Negative information usually considers the NSF, non-sufficient funds, meaning you bounce the check, didn't have enough money in the account to write the check, right? <laughs> also known as bounce checks or unpaid, uh, unpaid drafts, overdrafts, you're saying. A negative check system report stays on the, on the database for five years, uh, yet, yet being reported by check systems does not currently hurt your credit score. It does, however, stop any chance of getting a check account for that period. 
Okay. To get out of check systems, visit their website at http colon slash slash check c-h-e-x help h-e-l-p dot com so here we go finishing up wrapping up wrapping up so it's going to be a real deal these types of records can be uh, these types of records can be devastating to the credit report they linger much longer than the record and their impact is far more severe thus it is best to be to do everything in your power to avoid having public records reported on your credit report history. If unavoidable, however, the best advice I can give you regarding public and other serious records uh, records as outlined above in uh, is to be proactive. The minute that you can the minute you receive an indication that the judgment or lien will be filed against you or you find out you're being added to a check X system, Deal with it immediately. How uh, even if you can't afford to pay it, don't ignore it. You will be surprised on how often you can make an arrangement that will keep the file from going to court. That should always be your goal. So that's the cha- that's the end of chapter seventeen. Start taking up time. We will catch you in chapter eighteen on lowdown on collections. That sounds kind of funny. That's chapter eighteen. Bye.